Welcome to the Appeal Unfiltered. I'm Naima Abdullahi. I am Brie Renee, straight from the A. And we are here with the Naja Peach here, from here. Nigeria. Here. Sister. So, proper introduction. Diddy Emma, yes. Nigerian, yes. beautiful, amazing Nigerian dancer. You better. African. Everything. Claim it. Okay. <laughs> Actress, singer, dancer, entrepreneur. Tell us about your journey. You are a powerhouse in the industry. Thank you. Um, um, you know, working your way up to the point where you were at Coachella dancing with Beyonce on stage with a solo. Amazing. Tell us a little bit about your come up story to get to that point. Um, I mean, long story short, I just roll with the punches. I learned how to dance in the storm. You know, life was never perfect. You know, it never really is for anybody. You just have to learn how to be grateful with every opportunity that you get. And I thank God for every encounter that I've had until that point. And tell us a little bit about your journey of Africa to America. Wow. Because we all got a story, right? Man, let me tell you, we were running. What's going on? <laughs> no, um, actually, I was born in Nigeria uh -huh. um, to a full-blown Nigerian parent and a mixed Nigerian parent. He was My, my father was Cameroonian and Nigerian. Mm -hmm. So born in Nigeria, my mother had the opportunity to come to America. My father was like, not without me. So we kind of left in the middle of the night type stuff. And all of a sudden, we were in America. My grandmother, you know, called for us. She, tr she had tried for 18 years. So I should have been born in America. But she, my mom kept, like, wasn't getting approved. My grandmother and my mother looked just alike. So they were like, no, this is just still you. And they were just denying my mother left and right for 18 years. So finally, when my mom got the opportunity, nothing was stopping her from touching this soil. So. She got approved and then they were like, you can't bring me. She was like, I'm not going without my daughter. So she waited two more years and I came here with her. Tell so us yeah. about that approval process. Like people may not know what that is. Family spends so much money to try to get you, you know, to these, first of all, we, we live in a village. So to get to the city was an eight hour drive to get to Lagos. So you riding in this bumpy, very bumpy roads. The roads aren't done, you know, and you may get stuck, you know, it's all kind of things that can happen in the pitch black darkness, you know what I mean, when you're driving through Africa. But you, if you can get there safe, you get there, and if you have family you can stay with, you want to do that because you usually don't have enough for a hotel. And so we stayed with family when we got to Lagos, and you know, you interview, and sometimes you don't get, you know, maybe you didn't answer a question right, or whatever, for whatever reason, or you might get there on interview day and the whole center is closed and you just made all this trip for nothing. So it's not always the smoothest process, especially dealing with other Nigerians. I don't know why we're so difficult with each other most times, mm. but it's not always the easiest process. So for someone to make it here, they went through a lot mm -hmm. to get here. A lot of sacrifice, leaving their families behind, leaving their kids behind. You got Africans here that I hear of like my friends like, oh, I miss my mom. You haven't seen your mom in five months. Try not seeing your parents in 10 years and you can't go back. You know what I mean? So when you make a decision to come, you are really choosing choosing f your future over anything in your past. Talk about that sacrifice and that journey and even the resilience it takes to go through something like that and how that has propelled you and how you've used it in your career as a mm. dancer, as an actress. Like The sacrifice comes from different sides. It comes from 
you making the decision to leave and then it comes from other people it's never like your village also helps you leave like okay how much is it going to take okay different families from different sides will put their money together and and say okay you might be the smartest child or you were this at your school you're going to make it and so they put all this money into you so when you come as an african you never come thinking oh this is my life this is my story this is who you think people put their money together to send me here so mm. i have about 10 years to get through school or I have about five years or however long to get through school and make it because mm. I have people that I have to take care of. Mm. So we come here knowing that we have a village on our back. Mm. So what I would say is that helped me not give up because I chose something that wasn't your typical you know, story. I did not choose to be a doctor or do anything that was supposed to yield a lot of money if I just did steps one through four, right? Mm -hmm. exactly verbatim as mm -hmm. I was taught. I chose my own route, just like you guys. You chose your own route, and you figured it out. And especially working in an industry that's male-dominant, you have to really learn how to play your role. Figure out where you fit in right. and what you have to offer, what you bring to the table. So for me, my strong suit was always pulling, in, pulling my, my African side. And with that said, you know, I'm thankful now that I was able to you know, make big strides and do big things because it's, it shows my people that they didn't make a mistake choosing us to come mm. and I know I will get there and as soon as I do I want them to know that I have them in my heart always mm -hmm. because you didn't choose the traditional route like Dr. Lori do you feel like and they had so much riding on you do you feel like you got backlash in the beginning of absolutely oh okay. my god you know like mm -hmm. and we're so big on dignity and, and shame and pride you don't you know you don't want to bring shame to your family you right. know you, you have to listen especially as a girl you must do what I say so you know to be resilient to you know comes off as being stubborn and you know at first it's like maybe they can discipline it out of you you know what I mean and then it's maybe you can be ignored you know that's just I'm not saying that's all what my family did but I'm saying that's and most then of the it's way. maybe let's find her a husband yes maybe let's maybe she's possessed <laughs> or maybe let's find her a husband but somehow something's wrong and they have to fix it and so everybody's involved in decision making with what you do with your life. Mm. And so you can never really make a choice. So in everything that I do, I'm bold just to show you it's possible. We've had a lot of conversation about this. There's coming to America, the idea of coming to America. And then there's the real coming to America. Oh, like what was it? Uh, juices and berries? <laughs> <laughs> and then for us, it's a whole nother story. Yeah. As far as the media is concerned, Africa's being really embraced right now. But ciao. Yeah. Coming up, are you kidding me? Are you kidding, right? Are you kidding me? We used to smell like, we have something called stockfish. And it's codfish. <laughs> you already ready. The, thing, the smell, when it enters your nose, beam. Think about curry, how strong curry is. Yeah. We have seasoning that smells that strong. It's just like, it's it sticks with you. And I will wear my stunken clothes, mm -hmm. and I'll go to fucking school. And I'll get made fun of by everybody. Mm -hmm. Ha! see my life so a lot of times and we're aggressive people so I was fighting wow yeah pretty girl always in, in the principal's office like what did I do again <laughs> she said something I smacked her mouth what do you want me to say <laughs> you know what I mean so like you had to learn how to not be aggressive because back home we handle things with our fists what's yeah. up what is the problem like, what's good yeah. what's good it was less handle people will get out and fight in traffic you know what <laughs> I mean like period and the police will just clear the way let them let them handle it. It doesn't have anything to do with us. You just had to learn how to be the opposite of what you came up mm -hmm. being. And that's, that's hard. Mm -hmm. Learning so. to adapt to a completely different culture and even the language. Like, what was the biggest or the hardest thing you had to adapt to? Well, speaking without an accent. 
I, I didn't speak English until I was five. I was trying to really get rid of my accent. Mm. So now, you know, when I talk, people won't even know that I'm from Nigeria. And that was one thing that I worked hard to do because I was tired of getting picked on. Like, I was there for school. And education is big. Like, yeah. you, you pay for school from a baby. School is never free for us, ever. And we broke people, and school is never free. So, like, for you to be able to go to a place where school is free, they just expect everything to be easy. They don't understand that it's hard as an immigrant to, you know, especially back then, to be left alone and just be have peace. Mm -hmm. It was very hard. So, like... And kids are cruel. Uh-uh. They thought I was a witch. The way I would just time them, like, <laughs> you making fun of me now? Wait till you go to lunch. I'm going to throw down your book bag in the trash outside. <laughs> <laughs> How do you embrace your identity and everything that you are as you continue to carve out different lanes for yourself as an artist, mm. entrepreneur, business owner, and everything? I do what I want. I say what I want. If I want to speak in an accent, I'm going to. If I want to wear Ankara, I will. You know what I mean? If I want to eat African food in the room full of people that's eating um, vegan, mm -hmm. I will pull my goosey soup out and mm -hmm. eat my thing. You know, you, you just, I just had to get to a point when I was like, this is just me. I can't run from it. Yeah. I can't hide it. I can't bleach it out of me. There's nothing I can do mm -hmm. to get rid of how I was taught, where I was born, where mm -hmm. my ancestors come from. Everybody got a story. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and you, end, you end up loving them. From, from a different space, from a space of understanding. Well, switching back over to your career as a dancer, how did you get started with that? Whoa. Um, so I went to an art school, arts high school, and in the 10th grade, uh, a, a talent agent came to the high school and had an audition. And I was like, I'm going to audition, whatever. You know, I wasn't like a technical ballet dancer, so I almost didn't. But I was like, I, I can do hip hop, whatever. And I auditioned, and she picked three of us, and you know, everybody kind of did their own thing, but I was kind of the only one that really just took it all the way to the end, you know. But my family def definitely didn't understand. We weren't Amer an American family. Like, right. Michael Jackson, Jan all those things were the TV. Mm. This is real life. Like, the TV was like an imaginary world. And what they dealt with was real life, you know. So, um, you know, we always, they always thought of, you know, they preferred for you to pick something that you could take and go help the people back home, you know. But... Um, so dance was my outlet of expression. It was my go-to thing to do. It was like my favorite hobby. My mother was a dancer, so I loved watching her. So between her and the art school, when I auditioned for the agent and she liked what she saw, you know, I just took that and, and ran with it. You that know? dream took you all the way to Coachella, performing with one of the greatest female artists of, if not the greatest of our yeah. time. I learned that it was okay to be involved with everything. Um, you know, as a creative, you are supposed to stick to one, but, you know, you try to get encouraged to, like, if you're a director, just do direct. If you're a singer, just sing. If you're a dancer, just dance. People just started crossing over these boundaries that other people have said. They didn't believe in boundaries. Mm. They just wanted to be free and erase those lines. You have to, one, get a team that understands that you can do it all, and then, two, you have to learn how to delegate, and I learned that from her. Like, she, I just saw her move, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And just the people around her, everybody's courteous and very gracious and mm. um, very kind and very efficient and effective. And I learned that if you want to be the best, you have to recruit the best. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you also can't be a hater. You got to let everybody shine. Mm -hmm. You got to let everybody do what they do best because it all makes you look amazing. Better. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then 
I, I saw in work ethic time. It took her so many months to prepare to prepare for one show. Whereas you have, I went with Missy before, and Missy may take a month of everyday rehearsals, and I thought that was excruciating. I was like, wow, we are in here every single day. But that, she's old school, and when I used to work with the old school artists coming up with Sierra or whoever else, Usher, they would take weeks to prepare for something, and that's how it used to be. But now, you got Instagram hits, and now they artists, and all of a sudden they on stage, and they don't have any stage presence. None. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I learned from her that it was still okay to trust the process, respect mm. the process, mm. go through the process. No shortcuts, no budget cuts, right. no right, no no none of that. Follow crossing all our T's. Crossing all she was and she paid so much attention to detail. I was just like, How are you doing this? Like I feel like I got hit by a car. My body's <laughs> in shambles. <laughs> You've been here the, the same amount of time, 14 hours. We're hitting on 14 hours of pure exercise. Just gave birth. You just gave birth to twins. Wow. You got a whole husband yeah. and three kids, a business, a music career, a big show. How are you, are you plugging in at night? Like, do you have, do you connect to the wall and charge? Like, how, how do you have the energy to do all of this and come here and be so beautiful mm -hmm. and then be so nice? The creating process is her creative time and she doesn't allow other energy into it, mm -hmm. the world will get it when it's ready. Yeah. But the evolution of when it's ready, that's a private experience for just y'all. So people didn't even know what y'all was doing. No, my mother didn't even know. My mom had no clue. You know, I was gone for two months. You were and my moving mother, in silence. I, you have to. You, you learn to respect her. Like you, and it's not something that she, I learned that respect was gentle. Commanding respect can be very gentle. Wow. You know, That's it's just, powerful as a woman. She walks into a room and that's it. Like there's no, you almost feel her. It's like, something her energy is just different I was gonna say so your career is is one of create like you are a creative mm -hmm. and Atlanta is based on entrepreneurship and business so tell us if you had any advice on future creatives or somebody out there who's doing something non-traditional like dancing or any other creative space how do you use turn your creative passion into profit like make a real business out of it like you talk about all the things that you've done and really make money from it and a real career from I, it i would say think it through i think people um people want instant gratification they just start to make do makeup and all of a sudden they want to make money from it tomorrow when did you become mm. an expert to even have somebody pay you to do anything you know what i mean like mm. you need to Woo! get to That's the top you need to respect the process there is no shortcut even beyonce doesn't take a shortcut yeah so you cannot take a shortcut train as much as you can continue to be a student continue to meet people continue to stay inspired mm -hmm. continue to go in sometimes and just be around yourself and, and 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 trust god you that's the one thing i haven't mentioned is at some point in time god's going to show you that he's got Mm-hmm. And you're gonna have to you're gonna either listen or you're gonna ignore it. And I, I pray to God that you don't ignore it. You're gonna get knocked down. People will stab you in the back. It doesn't it's not gonna be perfect. People will stab you in the back. Yeah. The mm -hmm. end. You are gonna get knocked down. The end. Right. I've been homeless before. Like it happens. Chasing your dream. It it just happens. Sacrifice. Sacrificing. It happens. Try to learn on your feet. Learn about your finances. Learn how to do well with money. Because when you get a $15,000 check for the week, what do you do with that money? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you get that, do you blow it? Because guess what? Then the vultures come. When they start counting your cash, then they start coming. Oh, 
my rent, uh, can I borrow three, uh, can I borrow this, uh, and then you feel like you gotta save everybody. Mm -hmm. So one, another thing, don't play God. Okay. You know, it's so Girl, much. Just so much Listen, wisdom. It's so much. It's, you learn, you learn a lot. Right. You, you learn but it's because lot. of what you went through, right? Not having anything back home in the motherland. Being homeless here. Watching your mother struggle. Learning English. Taking a non-traditional route. Taking a non-traditional route. Your gift will make room for you. Yes. So I didn't know what I was doing. Yes. I just tried to trust what I loved. Mm. And now I write music. And now Afrobeat's a thing. And now we're in the middle of all these African movies. I would say your, your gift will make room for you as long as you are not chasing the fame and you are trying to, to nail whatever purpose, whatever reason you've been on this earth, it's gonna work out. Yeah. You just gotta do your part, which is use all your gifts mm. for good. When you speak more, more than one language, right? In your mind, do you cuss in that other language? <laughs> So for me, it's Somali. Wow, that's deep. But it's like yeah. I gotta change my I gotta change my mind to English because it's yeah. like my first thought process is never English. Like, I do you have that struggle? I use English a lot. Now to Agnes. Yes. Agnes is active on social media. Can you let them know who Agnes is for people that don't know? Well, can everybody hear me? <laughs> Auntie Agnes is a she's a businesswoman, eh? Um, she believes in. Um, Walking, but not like your regular nine to five. That's nonsense. Who wants to work for somebody else? Get out of here. Agnes believes if you are entertaining someone's time like this, I'll be charging you for this time. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, it took money to put the makeup on my face and the wig on my head. Somebody gotta give me money for that. Yeah. She's a businesswoman. Like Some people that. may call her a gold digger. Yeah. Those people are useless. <laughs> They're useless. They're not so much. <laughs> Your social media like keeps us at the edge of our seat because we don't know if we're gonna get Diddy or Agnes. So by the end of the day, like you're entertaining us and then you're dropping the wisdom about, you know, God gonna show you that he's God. And then you'll be like, okay, let's talk about the Santas. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know? I met you yesterday. I fall in love today. I'm an accentless African, so I can put it on too. You yeah, know? yeah, you yeah. gotta you gotta just yes. teach me the accent. Okay, I'm from Atlanta, so that's the only accent yeah. I got. Give me yes. some. So when you want to react to something, like when you're like, girl, what? Huh? You go, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. It's like, stop depressed. Uh-oh. Are you kidding me? Uh -uh. Not uh-oh. That's uh-uh. 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 That's another one. When you're like, yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like